Howdy, and welcome to the Feed Bandit Podcast, where we talk all things hunting and introduce you to the most innovative hunting gear and services. Here are your hosts, Jimmy Byrne and Richard Kinchlow. Cards. You know, the damnedest thing is when I signed up for them, I didn't think you had to pay them all. That was free money. You know, kind of like getting apples from an apple tree. Right. So which credit card do you carry the major back on? Well, I got me uh I got me a Luby's card, which uh gives me about twenty percent off catfish dinner. Uh every Wednesday night that is. I've also got me a bowling max card, which uh, gives me a couple of cold beers with my buddies at the bar. And then I got me a Visa card. Do you have any Visa Mastercard? Well, yeah, I got I got a Visa card. Uh, I guess that's what you call Visa. I don't do man. I, listen, I pronounce my eyes all jacked up like. <laughs> yeah, so I got me a Visa, as you would say. Right. How much do you owe right now on the Visa card? Oh hell, that boy. Let me tell you. So the other day when I got my statement, they did it in portrait mode, but I owe so many damn zeros they had to do it in landscape. Son, I don't even know. But if I had to guess, I'd probably say thirty-five thousand, something like that. You have your Visa card with you? Uh, no, I don't. My wife's got it. Uh, she's out there doing a little Christmas shopping at the Goodwill. Where is she? Where is she? I don't know. Uh huh. Well, I don't know. Where are you? Yeah, boy. Now she's out shopping, son. That's why I just said. Oh. Uh. <laughs> <laughs> Yes. <laughs> Howdy, folks. Welcome back to the Feed Bandit Podcast. Jimmy here, along with Richard, as always. What's going on? Not much, amigo. How are you? Yeah, yeah. Oh, pretty good, pretty good. Um, so, <laughs> oh, hell, I might as well put it on this one. Uh, so, <laughs> so tell us about the, the, the phone call that uh, folks oh, just yeah. listened to. <laughs> well, yeah, so that was a call that... I got from a very good friend of mine at card member services. So, you know, the, yeah. And so he wanted to, he wanted to change all of my interest rates on my credit cards. It's as more of Transylvania. Anyway. Um, yeah. So that, that was a lot of fun. That was a lot uh, of fun. I, I love solicitors. I absolutely love them and I have so much fun with them. And, and since I've started answering these phone calls, I mean, my the the amount of junk I get is I mean it's it's cut in half. It's unbelievable. That is unbelievable. That's what I was just saying. Like, man, I need to start answering these calls and at least having fun with them because, God, I get them all the time. Yeah. You know, oh it's... no, it's it's so much fun. The best is when you get the medical insurance, and my dad my dad pioneered this one. He says, but you know, he would say, well, yeah, I'm interested in more coverage, and here's the reason why: I was born with two buttholes. <laughs> I have, to have two colonoscopies, and they're just like, "Wait, what?" Have yeah, you really, you really got to sell it, you know? Uh, yeah. So, I don't know how long I'd be able to go without laughing. That's the problem. Oh, it, it's it's tough. It's tough. <laughs> it's tough. Oh, jeez. Yep. Well, I mean, it's fun to start 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 this one out without the little non-hunting uh, shenanigans. But oh, we yeah. just happened to call you right when we were going to start the recording, so we just had to had to record. I know. Anybody who calls me from Grand Prairie, just know, oh, yeah, yeah. just know that I'm going to answer it and, and probably talk like that. Yeah. I know it's and it's what where they always spoof the first three numbers of your of your cell phone. Yeah, I'm like, oh my god, I'm calling myself. Exactly. Oh, yes. <laughs> yeah. 
Jeez. Uh, uh, all right. What are we going to talk about today? Oh, yeah. you want, uh, so inter- Just a couple of interesting uh, little anecdotes we ran across, I guess, this week. Uh, first sure, one being about sure. some wolves, right? Yes, golly. So I love like cryptozoology stuff. As you've not, if you follow the show, you probably or the podcast route, you probably heard me talk about Bigfoot and all that Yeti or same thing, Loch Ness monster, all that kind of stuff. So one of the yeah, yeah. No, 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 not so much. That's just a mangy, mangy pasture poodle. But is it? One of the things that's always fascinated me is talking about animals that that are you know allegedly extinct and then show back up. For example, the the ivory billed woodpecker, I believe that's it. Um, you know, they were saying that this bird is was extinct, and I believe it. You know, because of logging and all that kind of stuff. Well, you know, some dude in Arkansas films one. I guess it was a couple of years ago in some swamp area. And all of a sudden, you know, for years and years and years, they hadn't seen this bird, and then one shows up again, you know. And so I actually need to do a little bit more research on that, see if they see any sense. But that's fascinating stuff. Um, obviously, one of the big the, the, the big controversies in the United States are, are the reintroduction of wolves, you know, in their, their natural habitats. And, um, you know, I know they've done Yellowstone, and the ranchers don't like it, you know, and as, these, as the packs grow, you know, they, they you know, they're opportunistic feeders. They eat elk and deer. They also eat cattle, sheep, young kids, you know, that kind of stuff. <laughs> so, um, obviously, Texas used to have wolves uh, for, for a long, long time. Bears, too. And, they, and, uh, and, and it's funny. All are starting to come back now. Uh, you know, the, the black bears are from, I don't think they're native, per se, but the black bears are kind of leaking in from Louisiana. And then we have um, the bears along the, uh, the Mexico border. Um, which is kind of cool, but uh, some. Wait a minute! Article... I thought we had. Uh, I thought they were building the wall down there. Well, they they are. They are, yeah. but they've got they've got little they've got little bear runs, you know. Ah, okay. yeah, yeah, yeah. People can't go underneath them, but bears can. There's a little sign there in Spanish: "No intro unless oh, yeah. el, no intro unless el barro, You know, something like that. Oso solamente osos. Yeah, oh, very good. It's funny, my daughter's learning Spanish right now. She's like, Dad, say pink in Spanish. I go, El Pinko. <laughs> and say yellow. El yellow. You know, she's like, you can't just put an O at the end. I'm like, okay. Anyway, that's for a different story. Um, <laughs> but but one of the, the coolest things I heard about, and it's, it's actually been a year, uh, uh, in January, I, I received all these alerts. I've kind of got that set up on my email or whatever about – uh, how there is a, a, a pack and maybe several packs of red wolves on Galveston Island. Now I need everybody right now to go look, pull up Google and pull up Galveston Island. All right. Look at it on the map. It ain't very big. Okay. It kind of looks like a, a skid mark there. All right. <laughs> um, you know, it, it's very, very small. And, and basically I, I highly encourage you guys to go out. And first of all, if you're not, if you haven't subscribed to the Text Parks and Wildlife magazine, I, I really, I, I can't, I can't say enough about it. It's my favorite, uh, one of my favorite publications because it, you know, talks about hunting and fishing, but also about you know plants and all that kind of stuff, which I kind of like. And one of the articles in this way, um, this month's December issue is the mystery canines of Galveston Island. And, and in mm-hmm. a nutshell, you know, some dude was out walking his dog. You know, in, in kind of one of the remoter areas of Galveston Island, there are some fairly remote spots, and his dog was killed. And anyways, I they ended up um, he ended up seeing these animals and thinking, oh my god, you know this those don't look like coyotes, you know. And and, and for years, for years and years, 
you know, especially in East Texas, people are like, "Uh oh, I think I just killed a wolf," because that's where the red wolves were. Were I think in in East Texas. Well, it ends up this guy ended up, I guess, finding a ended up finding one uh, dead on the road. Took it in, had it sampled, just thinking it would. Pro- if it was a wolf, it's probably going to be you know majority coyote in it, you know, because that's obviously the predominant species. Well, it ends up that. It ends up that, that this thing is it is a hybrid, uh, but it, it has got a majority of red wolf in it, which is wow. absolutely fascinating. Yeah, because the red wolf has basically been, you know, gone for all these years, but but a strains, you know, of these animals have um uh, have have really have have lasted all these years. And on Galveston, uh, which is Yeah, on Galveston like, Island. It where is, are they hiding? Exactly. Exactly. <laughs> it it is absolutely incredible. Hey, hold on one quick moment. Hey, folks, have you ever wished that there was an easier way to find the hunting feeds, supplies, and services you need when and where you need them? If so, check out our hunter search at feedbandit.com where you can see what hunting suppliers are in your area or are on the way to your land. Don't waste any more precious time searching Google or calling around for feed, blinds, feeders, or even outfitters. Just use our targeted search for hunters, the Feed Bandit Hunter Search, over at feedbandit.com. We'll find your feed. Uh, it says, uh, let me see here. Uh, uh, it says, uh, not as large as imposing as the big gray wolf. The red wolf is just a bigger than the coyote. It's just a little bit bigger than its coyote cousin. And hence, it looks a lot like a coyote to the casual observer. When full grown, the males reach about 50 pounds compared to 33 pounds for the adult coyote. Okay. Um and, and and it's funny you you look at the pictures that I'm seeing right here and you can definitely see the coyote and, and it's it's really not even so much uh, it's really not so much the the fur it's just the length of the legs and, and kind of the face you look at this and you say to yourself holy smokes man that that is not a um, uh, that is not a coyote but but this guy named uh, Wooten is the one who kind of stumbled upon these. Uh, why the why the red? I mean, is it do they have kind of like a yes, red do. fox type look or something? No, like, you no, know how no, they no. could obviously that's you, you look at them and you're like, okay, it's obvious why they're called that. You know what I mean? Like, yeah. what is the? No, they they've definitely got tinges of red in them. You know, really they they look. You know how coyotes in the winter get that real that real pretty kind of red red reddish coat. That's basically what these guys look like, except they're a hell of a lot bigger. Oh, they're just bigger. Okay. Yep. Yep, and then basically says says uh, Wooten uh, says that right after Hurricane Ike, the whole island island was seemingly dead. Homes and ecosystems were devastated by the Category Two storm. Upon his return home, he noted that all the birds and animals were gone, save coyotes and some free ranging donkeys. Um, while he was out walking one evening, a pack of canids killed his dog. He could hear the animals in the brush. Uh, but since it was dark, he couldn't see them. Curiosity sent him on a 10-year quest to learn about this isolated pack of canids. In 2013, ter- 13, he got a tip from a fellow islander um, who had seen the pack. Wooten was able to photograph them. And he basically said, yeah, this does not look like a normal coyote. Uh, and he he this he kind of talks about his quest here. And he found a body and... Um, God, here they are. I mean, it, it is just absolutely fascinating that that, that this this group of of, of these group of you know kind of hybrids had had been there the whole time. 
um, and, and nobody knew about it. Now, now that is Galveston Island, for God's mm-hmm. sakes. Imagine what else is out there in the world, Bigfoot. Oh, what? Well, no. Uh, that pretty dang populated, like, f- more or less flat kind of island where, oh, you know, oh, it's yeah. not like... <laughs> oh, yeah. Yeah. I mean, <laughs> it, is, it is unbelievable to me. And so, uh, anyways, great article, Text Parks and Wildlife. You can go online and... Uh, and find a bunch of art, other articles. I think uh, Texas Monthly did one. Uh, it's actually well written by Texas Monthly too, and I have a liberal swing to it as well. So, um, just just a really, really, really cool thing. Uh, and, it, and it once and I've always said it, but it just proves again that you know you just don't jack with Mother Nature, man. It will find a way for sure. Well, Pretty that's close true. Yep. Nature finds a way. Mm-hmm. It yeah. does. Huh. It does. Very fascinating. Yep. Yeah. So that's that. Um, you know, and then th- this other other little topic we can talk about, unfortunately, is um, boy, is just a is is a real real ugly ugly event. A um, couple of days after Thanksgiving, uh, social media was a buzz. Um, of course, you know all the the pro hunting sites and you know pro outdoorsman type stuff were just you know you know, lining up to condemn it, of course. Any normal human being would. Mm-hmm. But uh, in Pennsylvania, apparently, there were two jack legs. That, uh, and I have not seen the video because I just can't stomach to watch it. Um, that, uh, I guess, had shot a buck. And um, I, uh, and were, were based, and I guess the, the buck was shot in the spine. And instead of, instead of dispatching the animal as quickly as humanly possible, as all... Um, normal, um, the true outdoors men and women would do. Uh, these idiots uh, basically tortured this thing to death. Uh, apparently, they um, they they were kicking it in the face and just I I I can barely even talk about this because you know I I, I well, don't. It's, it's amazing. Like what what goes through your head? I mean, obviously yeah. these guys didn't have much in their head no. to begin with, but no. I mean. <laughs> Just it's just unbelievable to me. Like I, I'm with you. It's kind of speech. You're kind of speechless about yeah. this. But it, it it's like you know, I'm sure there was the inevitable you know anti-hunting people saying, "See you know, blah, 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 blah. oh, oh, yeah. oh, and of, yeah. of oh, course, yeah. and of course, that's a, a massively ignorant position to come out. You know, whereas like yeah, and, well, just any decent human being would never do something like that. You know, and uh, of course as and as you said, any any regular, normal, mentally normal hunter right. <laughs> would have immediately dispatched that animal. Oh, of course. Uh, of course. I mean, yeah, it's just it just makes you scratch your head. Like, what oh, what no. is what is wrong with people sometimes? You know? Yep. <laughs> yep. Yep. No, it, it's it's absolutely sick, and uh, you know, it, it just though those guys will. Uh, you know those guys will will ultimately. Uh, I, I know that uh, Pennsylvania Game and Fish are already on them, um, and boy, they uh, they ju- their lives are ruined forever, and rightfully should. You know, now when they when they get out of jail many years from now, they should string them up too. Um, it's a good thing we're not back in the the eighteen hundreds. These dudes would be would be long time dead, um, but. It is just it's just an absolute shame. Uh, but you said uh, they posted the video themselves yep. on some sort Apparently of social so. media. I mean, oh, yeah. God. Yeah. 
Yeah. Just any unbelievable stupidity oh, yeah. of yeah. people. I mean, it, yeah. it's just. Yeah, you're right. They should. Uh, they should probably just be neutered and oh, for sure on their way, <laughs> so for they sure. don't pass. Sure. They don't pass along those genes to the, another generation. Yeah, no, for for sure, for sure, they should be made into dog food and instantly. And I'll help. Uh, but <laughs> hey, hold on one second. Hey, folks, do you want to level up your hunting game and gear? If so, join the hunt to get killer hunting tips and tricks that'll help you out in the field. Text the word Bandit to three four five three four five right now. And when you do, you'll even get access to some exclusive deals on the hunting gear and services we discuss right here on this podcast. Again, text the word BANDIT to 345-345 right now and join the hunt. It, it, it's, it's just, it's an abomination. You know, th- those are not hunters. Those are just, those are just monsters. It's just, it's disgusting. Uh, I know that, you know, and, and it's going to happen to everybody. You know, everybody is going to mortally wound an animal and have to walk up on that animal and it is your duty uh, as a hunter to dispatch that animal as quickly as mm-hmm. possible. And I don't care what it is, okay? I mean, you know, for example, uh, at, at Rancho Bandito, we are constantly battling hogs. We are constantly battling coyotes, okay? But but that doesn't mean that I am going to uh, – that doesn't mean that I'm going to blow a coyote's leg off, okay, and then just watch it bleed out. Are you, absolutely not, okay? Yeah, I, I do not like coyotes, but they serve a purpose, okay? Uh, and I know that I cannot play God, and I cannot, you know, totally wipe them out. But I'm going to, you know, do my best. <laughs> mm-hmm. But but I am not going to let an animal suffer. I don't care what it is. I know if it's a rattlesnake, nothing. Um, right. I am not going to let it suffer. And it is your job to to dispatch that as quickly as possible. That being said, actually, it's a it's a good it's a good point. Um, you know, for for those of you that have got young hunters, okay, and and again, it's the state of Texas where our laws are, are very loose, uh, thank God. Um, if you if you're if you've got a young hunter, and again, whether it's pigs, deer, whatever it may be, uh, I highly recommend everybody uh, going out and purchasing a a, a twenty two pistol, okay, a low caliber twenty two pistol, something of that nature for for dispatching animals. Um, it, it is, it, it's really nice to have. And I know all, we all carry, you know, 40 cows and all that. And that's fine too, but well, you I know, carry 20, 22. Yeah, that's right. You carry a yeah. 22. That's right. Uh, I used to, and I, it's funny, funny. We're talking about all this. I need to put one back in my bag, you know, cause I'm out there with Abby. Um, you know, just so you can come up there and, and, and dispatch an animal, you know, obviously you do not want to hold your rifle barrel to the head of an animal and fire mm-hmm. the, the repercussion, from that is 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 very dangerous. The blowback is is very dangerous, even from a couple of yards. You don't want to do that. So, carry a little revolver, twenty two or semi automatic, whatever it may be. You know, also, obviously, those guns are great for for plinking. They, they I mean everybody needs to learn how to use a handgun, and, and obviously with kiddos, that's a that's a really great way of starting. Mm-hmm. Uh, you know, is is starting them out with that. I I prefer revolvers because I think they're a little bit they're a little bit safer. And I think they're pretty accurate too. I had a uh, God, one, one of my greatest, one of my greatest kills ever, and I mean the best, is we were out spotlighting. I had a raccoon on a, a protein feeder, probably thirty yards away. I hop out of the passenger side of the jeep. I'm holding the spotlight with my right hand, and I have a revolver, twenty-two pistol in my left hand. And this coon pokes his head up, and I fire, and I hit him right in the head and kill him. <laughs> <laughs> and the driver of the Jeep was our, our, our good buddy, uh, our good buddy, Chris. And he's like, no way. <laughs> and it 
that uh, what an awesome story because <laughs> he and I both were like, dude. I'm like, yeah, no, that was amazing. Awesome. Anyway, <laughs> yeah, that's a, that, that's uh, yeah, two good takeaways from there. You know, uh, it'll probably happen to you. You know, especially yes. the younger hunters out there, the newer hunters. You know, eventually, where you'll have to dispatch a deer or some animal that you've you've been hunting or shot. So yeah, makes sense to you know get you one of those you know little a little twenty two revolver type thing. And they're not expensive either, which is nice no. nice thing about it. And and they're durable and they're awesome. You know they're fun. Yes, they're really yeah. fun. So uh, yeah, that's that's a, that's a good takeaway. Yeah, good, good lesson there to come out of this no, uh, terrible story. Sure. <laughs> yeah, no kidding, no kidding. Yeah, yeah. Well, that's what we're here for is to you know to help try to help out the you know. Everybody out there, especially new and younger hunters, so you know, I gotta agree. gotta get that angle, if you will, out of that, I that story. I agree. Right. I agree. Yeah. Well, I think we're uh, we're going with a little shorter one for the folks this weekend or this yep. this week. So, uh, thank you for those stories. Very interesting. Yeah. Um, yeah. You know, and maybe out. maybe soon we'll have that same story come out about them finally finding old Mister Sasquatch. Oh my God! Yeah, but we'll oh, <laughs> we'll see. My. Yeah, that's. I'm gonna have to have a lot of paper bags and aspirin. Because... <laughs> we told you, told you. Yeah, I'm a excited. Lot of told you, so. yeah. yeah, he's out there. Yeah, he's out there. Yeah. All right, well, all right, folks. We hope you enjoyed that one. Um, let us know what you think about anything we said on this episode, or really any others. But uh, yeah, so you know, uh, is Sasquatch out there? I don't know. Yes. Let us know. <laughs> Let us know on social media or, uh, you know, howdy at feedbandit.com. Either way, uh, we'll look forward to seeing you guys on the next podcast. So until then, take care. Thanks for listening to the Feed Bandit podcast. Just a reminder to text the word bandit to 345-345. And when you do, you'll join our email list where we'll send killer deals on innovative hunting products and services along with entertaining tips and tricks straight to your inbox. You don't want to miss out. So again, text the word bandit to 345-345 and we look forward to seeing you on the hunt. Until next time, have a good one and remember to support your local feed store.